So this week was like the driest week you could think of in the NBA because it's post-trade deadline, but a lot of people that got traded haven't really played much time with their teams yet. So there's not a whole lot to talk about. So I figure what we do today is we give every team essentially a mid-season grade, like a report card, on what they've done this year up to the trade deadline. We'll go through every single yep. team, give them a grades, and get just a general overview of the league going into the All-Star break. Let's get into yep. it. Let's get into yeah, it. There's a lot it. of underperforming teams this year. Actually, a lot. Well, my D tier yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. long. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, so, that's where a majority of my team. Pause. Yeah. Before we uh, <laughs> <laughs> before we get into it, strong. if you're watching on YouTube, do us a favor, drop a like and subscribe. If you're on Spotify, rate us five stars. Same thing with Apple Music. Leave a review. And I forgot to mention it last week, but we have a Discord now. I'll put that link in the description. Go ahead in there. Talk to us about basketball. Talk to everyone else about any random topics you guys want to discuss. We're there every night talking with y'all. Yeah, and speaking and, of Discord, we have a giveaway coming up. All ooh. you got to do to join this giveaway, we're giving away a free NBA jersey, jersey of your choice. You can pick up a Zaza Pachulia, Jose Calderon. No, no, no. We won't stand talk. for Zaza. We won't stand for Zaza. <laughs> whatever whatever else free is jersey you into, bro, all you have to do to join this jersey giveaway is join our Discord, follow us on Twitter, and oh, sorry, Instagram. That simple. And follow all of us on Twitter. You see it on the screen right now? I'm just, I'm just going to sprinkle that in there just to make sure you keep up with us. But That's yeah. a given as well. I think it should be a Ben Simmons jersey if it was me, but Mo, Mo so makes rules, so it can be That's anybody's so jersey. That's so nasty. <laughs> me, me personally, I'm a Jared Jack type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> these are the oh, Goodwill man. All-Stars. That's who these <laughs> are, man. That's disgusting. Let's jump right into this. So we're yeah. going to go, instead of going team by team, which takes forever, we're going to go letter by letter grade-wise. So y'all want to start with the good teams or the shit teams? I'm thinking we start with the bottom dwellers. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's get them, get out, them the out the way. All right, let's do that. People who get an F grade for the season. Who, Donovan, you go first. Who is in? Who gets an F for the year? All right, so F, Detroit, Charlotte, Houston, San Antonio. Those four right there. Okay, I had the same four, but I threw the Nets in there as well. Oh, interesting. Man, <laughs> the Nets are crazy. I yeah, did like, uh, nah, I did. I didn't have them at. At F, we'll talk a little bit later, but those four, I'm glad that we can agree on them because they've legitimately sucked this year. Oh, yeah, those and, are shitters for real. Like, they have to be in there. Yeah. And even, like, whether it's been because of, of injury for a couple of them, like Charlotte and, like, LaMelo's barely been there this entire year, losses mm. are losses. And you just keep yeah. piling them up, and I don't know if there's a lot of good coming out. It's also out. about a lack of direction, too, not just losses. Yeah. Right, before yeah. we get into it, Mo, what's your list for F? I had the exact same thing as Donovan, except... I added in the Toronto Raptors. F for the Raptors, Jesus. Yep. F. Yep. Okay. There's just no. There's no clear direction for them, and they're just forcing it now. This is mainly like a front office thing. I like it. this is not a Scotty Barnes thing whatsoever. Even though he struggled for a good portion of the season, mm-hmm. like I just think that they're in this nasty middle ground, and they're playing a very dangerous game of being mid and trying to find a diamond in the rough or whatever the case may be, rather than just getting straight to the point and stop. Stop trying to do too much. Okay. Just trade. I people. had I see I see your point. I also despise the Raptors current direction, <laughs> but I put them at D because I think F is like unique hollow ground for absolutely worthless teams that have had a waste of a season. And they like you said they had a slow start, but they have good players. They're going to be in the is play a waste of a They're going to Yeah, but like Not always. we all it thought depends. they could be a good team. So there's a world where they Who was we? Y'all thought they could be a good team. Don't put me. I in mean there. the general media. I had them like the seven seed or whatever. I'm not. I wasn't like one of those people like they could low key be the one seed. Like, that that was yeah. crazy. <laughs> but I think they're going to be a respectable team to play in. And so when we talk about the other teams that are in F, Houston, San Antonio. San yeah. Antonio is the first year for rebuild. They have absolutely nothing going for them. Their best player is Devin Vassell. Yeah. Wow. Oh, shit. 
the Rockets yeah. <laughs> are a wasteland where basketball talent goes to die. Jabari yeah. Smith looks like he's one of the worst picks in recent memory. He'll get better, yeah. but like their best player is a top 100 player in Alperen Sengun. When we yeah. look at these teams, you compare them to the Raptors, who have oh, an all-NBA level guy in Siakam, a rising, yeah. hopefully, not maybe not star anymore, maybe we don't have those expectations for him, but a prolific player in Scotty Barnes. They're in a different tier, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, no, I still disagree with that. I can maybe I'm a little maybe a, maybe I'm a little bit too harsh. I might be a little bit too harsh Canadians. now that I'm thinking about it, but I'm right. still gonna I'm a man of my word and I'm still putting them at F. And as for the Houston Rockets, like you said, they're I think they're like below an F. They're oh, yeah. like I said, <laughs> relegation. They're, they're expulsion, bro. ASAP <laughs> immediately. Like they're not even allowed in this facility right now. Because <laughs> like there's if you're a tanking team, not to be not to I don't want to make this part too long, but if you're a tanking team you should have no worries and no stress because you, you know you're going to be ass. But the level of ass that they've been, they have nothing to look forward to. Jalen Green yeah. hasn't been that amazing Bro. this season. KPJ is KPJ, and your top three, number two overall pick or whatever he was, he's not getting the right opportunity to know. So, like, with how he's being coached, all the issues are just amplified. Bro, the they're so literally like, a college. They're a college team. The oldest player they're on a that, nuclear waste. The oldest player on that <laughs> team is Boban. And then after that, I think it's like Jayshon Tate, who's like 27 years old. Like they, <laughs> they don't have a lot like a of fourth year player. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, listen, See, that's, that's level, NCAA right there. They're a level of bad that I think is actively detrimental to the players they're trying to develop. They exactly. have the worst coach in the NBA by far, who we're all happy for him. He got a chance. Everyone's rooting, all, rooting for him. It's horrific. He clearly has no locker room support there. Not doesn't lead them well. The way he uses his teams, the way he de- uh, way he uses his talent, the way he deploys them, the players he gives minutes to. You ask a Rockets fan about Deshaun Nix, and they want him under a prison, six feet deep. <laughs> they hate just him. Hell, they yeah. hate him with all his heart. And it makes sense, because he gets a lot of minutes, and he's not good. Yeah. Like, nobody there is benefiting from their current structure. Absolutely. Absolutely, Absolutely not. So, yeah. So, they are bottom, bottom of the F tier. But then we still got teams like Charlotte. Again, LaMelo's been out. Don't don't really have a lot of direction. They should be in the... And they probably are in the Wemby conversation. So, hopefully, like, for their yeah, sake... For sure. yeah, yeah, for for their sake, maybe they get there. Detroit. Cade's injury kind of... Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Cade's injury Cade's really threw every, really everything bring. off. But even outside of that, like, Jaden Ivey hasn't been as great as you'd like him to be. Like he's been, he's, he's been, been like, he's been. That's what I'm saying, but like, yeah, he's a rookie point guard. Right. I feel like they're f because of like unfortunate circumstance, right? Like K got hurt yeah. and yeah. ruined their season, just wasted a year. So yeah, the only f, thing but, that's yeah. a red, slight red flag for me is like they got so many centers on their team, and at that point, like how how many bigs can you really like develop on that team? The only big oh, yeah. that should Somebody, be important I mean, to you is Jalen Durham because he's different. Yeah, I mean, Isaiah Stewart's going to be the odd man out. Like, obviously, he has to get paid soon. He'll be on a different team. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Is that going to next year, I assume they're going to keep Wiseman around, take that risk on him. It's going to be like a Nurkic and Jokic situation where they had these two young bigs. And I'm like, one hits? Cool. Other one goes? I kind of think yeah. that's what they're going to do with Duran and Wiseman. Yeah. That's Which, you know, maybe one of them will turn into a two-time MVP. Who knows? Let's move on I'm, to the next I'm year. out on Wiseman. That's <laughs> that that, that yeah. is up with. Uh, that's the F tier. Oh, I put the Nets in there for obvious reasons. I don't think we got too much oh, explanation yeah. for that. Okay. They okay. lost their two stars and they're thrown into a rebuild. Like that can't. Your goal was to win a championship, and now you don't have any of those players in your team anymore. It, you're stuck with Ben Simmons, who has been an utter failure. That <laughs> people are now wondering Dang, what's his future in the tough. league. Every teammate that goes there hates him, and it seems like he hates everything about his career. And nobody wants to be around him. Nothing has gone right for them. What What were the Nets supposed to do about like? This season, what were they supposed to do? Did they have any other choice but to not be F tier? Like they were, 
I mean, they're supposed to win a championship until they decided this they didn't want to pay Kyrie, and he blew it up. That has touched every single tier in the NBA over the past facts. like no what, facts. <laughs> half facts. season. This is crazy, honestly. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's after man. Uh, Spurs, they're just you know first year rebuild, whatever. They're yeah. Irrelevant. We're gonna take a quick break from the show to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy, the best and easiest way to play fantasy sports online, and it's super simple to get in on the action. All you have to do is hit higher or lower on your favorite player stats for the night. And if you hit five picks in a single night, you can win up to 20 times your money in just one night of hoops. And also, if you sign up today using promo code TD3, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. And that's free money to play with. So get started today using Underdog Fantasy and promo code TD3. Donovan, who is your D tier? All right. Like, I think a lot of us are going to be here. I have a lot of teams in the D tier. So I have nine. Okay. What do I have? I think I might have 10. All right. So here Damn. we go. So I have Portland, I have Minnesota, I have Utah, mm, I have yeah. the Lakers, I have the Hawks, I have the Nets, okay. I have the Magic, dang, I have a lot of people, I have the Wizards, I have the Bulls, and I have the Raptors. That's essentially I, the same as me. I, I lost I lost count. Yeah, I put the Raptors in D tier, because again, they're, they're three games under 500, like they're mid, and they have, they have a little bit of talent, so they could do that. I put Brooklyn in the D tier, just because... They got a decent haul back for Kevin Durant and yeah. for trading all those picks away to go get James Harden, they were able to replenish a little bit. And so they're not as they're not in as bad of a shape as they were like a decade ago when they were starting another rebuild. So the like, bar's it's, the floor. it's okay. Listen, considering what they were at the beginning of the year, they you have a couple of nice players in Mikhail Bridges, Dorian Finney Smith is still there. So like you have some trade assets going into the offseason. So they're not in a yeah. terrible, I mean, terrible situation. They did the best they could, like you said, but yeah. they're also in a rebuild in year one where they don't have control over their pick for four years. So it's like, oh, it's not as bad as it was in twenty twelve, but it's still pretty horrible compared <laughs> to the rest of the league. That's fair. Damn. That's fair. I also want to give just a little credit because there was a stretch where they looked pretty good. So if we're looking That's at fair. it in if we're looking at it in totality. They're probably a little higher than F. Mm-hmm. Mo, what's your what's your D tier look like? So my D tier is not nearly as deep as you guys. Mm-hmm. I have one, two, three, four, five, six teams. Oh, okay. And those six teams starting in the in the East are the Brooklyn Nets, of course, the Atlanta Hawks, Washington Wizards, and the Chicago Bulls. That's and it. In the West, oh, okay. yeah. And then the West, I got the Blazers, mm-hmm. and then I have, of course, the Minnesota Timberwolves. I feel like okay. not. It's hard. It's hard to distinguish these this season, but specifically, like for these teams, they have so many things in common. More so, every team except for the Wizards and the Chicago Bulls, because they're just like mid and they don't do shit. Yeah. Um, but they've made like seismic moves within their organization and they all, if not backfired, haven't, they haven't reached, yeah. yeah, materialized like whatsoever for the Atlanta Hawks. You have so many picks just to be fucking mid and I'm pretty sure right <laughs> now they're playing against the New York Knicks and they're probably getting their back blown out by Quinn Grimes. <laughs> so it's just all down bad over Nasty there. Statement. I talk about them way too much. And then for the Brooklyn Nets, like we just talked about them two seconds ago it's all up and down all down bad over there for the minnesota Timberwolves, they've been pretty good as of late but at the same time they're still like two games over 500 so take it or leave it over there and okay. as for the portland trailblazers they might be one of the most depressing teams in the yeah, entire yeah, NBA yeah. because it's like let me you did all these moves before we get too deep into every single team let me tell you on my list real quick because i have the most extensive yeah. one so i'll list mine and then we can go team by team on mine because i think i have all the people you had as well okay okay so cool. i got first the lakers Okay. Minnesota, the Golden State Warriors, oh. which I, y'all didn't have yet, so I'm kind of interested wow. to hear why y'all have them at C, given that they're the 11th seed. 
uh, yeah. Portland, the Magic, the Bulls, the Wizards, the Hawks, and the Raptors. So pretty much the same wow. thing. Y'all got same conglomeration, but I have Golden State in there. So let's start with them. Okay. I have them th- that low because their expectations were go back to back. Everyone's like, their young guys are going to come in, take a leap. They're going to keep doing what they're doing and balance, rebuild with still being a championship window. Everything about that house of cards collapsed. They're the 11th seed right now, I think. But, you know, it fluctuates a lot. Curry's out for another few weeks. That's been fucking them over Again. a lot. He's injured a lot nowadays. We're kind of starting to get to the point where we got to talk about him as an injury-prone star. And yeah. they just, there's no way any of us could think right now that they're going to be a championship player if the season ended today. Like, we would need a seismic Absolutely. turnaround in only 26 games. It's just in terms of expectations versus reality, they have to be D to me. Okay, okay. Here's, oh. here's, why, they're, here's why they're a C. The fact that Steph has missed a lot of games and they're still 500, to me, that's why they're, that's why they're at C. Normally, if you get the, if the Warriors are missing Steph, like even when he just goes to the bench, their numbers plummet. And a lot of times he goes out and when he went out the first time, a lot of us thought like, okay, are the Warriors who are already struggling, are they just going to fall off the map and the hole is going to be too deep for them to climb back out of once Steph gets there? They've been able to maintain with it, with him out. So I think once he gets back, they're going to be okay. There was a time where they were climbing up the standings with Steph. And they were getting out of the play-in uh, conversation, trying to like solidify themselves in six. So I think for them, being able to stabilize without Steph for a majority of the season or for a good chunk of the season, that kind of offsets a little bit of the like finals hangover for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, I mean, I'm just like, to what avail? Like, it's here they stabilized and they had the six seed for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Would we still, even at that point when they were rolling for their standards, which means what? They won like eight out of 13 games? Sick. It's still like nobody expected them to be championship level when they were at that peak of their season. You know what I mean? I just feel like we haven't seen yeah. them clicking to the point where we're like, oh, they're back. They can be a contender again. And if anything short yeah. of that, with Steph Curry, it probably in the last couple of years, maybe three years of his prime, is another failure. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, now you're kind of talking me into it. No, nah, don't do that. Stay here. Stay. The... No, no, no. Keep them in the seat. <laughs> Keep them in Zemo. Keep them in C. They're nah. go- they're gonna be just fine. They're gonna be just. How fine. could you say that at this point of the year? Nothing about them has been fine. It's the Warriors. Like this, they are. I promise you. They're if we get to the, if we get to the playoffs, right? Let's say and listen. It's gonna be a very hard. Actually, not even. They are a game and a half out of the six seed. Let's say they get there and their first round matchup is Sacramento. Right? Are you taking the Warriors or are you taking the Kings in the first round? Of course, I'm taking them over Sacramento. But after that, now we get into the conversation where I'm never picking the Warriors. The entire Western Conference is wide open. But it's really not that wide open. After that, they're going to either play probably the Suns or the Nuggets. Are you taking them over the Suns or Nuggets? Listen, I know you like to joke about the Suns, but let's not not be insane. Come on. Listen, no, I'm saying if we get to a playoff series and you have a team that knows how to win in, in the playoffs the way that Golden State does, I don't. I don't think that we can just write them off. Because I hear you. I hear you. Right. I hear so you, like, but I think the Nuggets will steamroll them. It's steamroll. Yeah. I think, I think they will wrong. steamroll them. As as currently constructed today, they still have time to get back and try to like make that little run before the playoffs and look more like the Warriors. But if they look the way they look today, or let's say look before they look before Steph Curry got hurt, mm-hmm. the Nuggets will steamroll them. The Nuggets are unfuckwithable in the West right now, besides the Suns. I think. Yeah. given the Warriors look like this. Obviously, things can change. Like you said, you can't write off the Warriors, but if we're just assuming they look like they look today, I see no chance of them winning a championship. 
Man, if they would have traded for OG Anunoby, like I that would have changed things. That would have changed things for sure. An entirely different conversation. But instead of OG Anunoby, we're here talking about Gary Payton Jr. And he's not going to be available until until what two, three, four months from now or something. Like no, that. not four months. I don't know. But they're aiming for the playoffs to get him back. So like a month. Yeah. Maybe. So you it's input like GP two into that line. They're going to be straight. They, they're going to be just GP two has been hurt all year. GP two is a fucking friends we made along the way at this point. They had to redo the whole trade because they realized his body was still fucked. I don't know if I'd be yeah. riding in GP two like he's going to be a playoff contributor. I, I yeah, listen, exactly. Man. I think I, I think I, I think GP two is going to give them a little bit of boost that they need. I, hope I so. think mm-hmm. I think the fact that that he was there last year, that continuity obviously is going to help. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and for sure. It's it's going to be a plus. It's he's not going to come in and make things worse for them. Oh yeah. And so I think that Golden State still has a very good chance to get to the Western Conference Finals, maybe even the finals. I I still I still trust in them. And as long as Steph is healthy, I don't know if I can realistically pick someone to steamroll them in a playoff series. I have to yeah, see I, I, I have to see crazy. I have to see that before. I'm being, I, I'm being I jump obviously on. I'm being dramatic when I say that. I'm not like it's not gonna be a sweep, but I think it'll be like the Nuggets will win with if you if you simulate this thing a hundred times, eighty times the Nuggets are gonna win. That's why. So F- maybe that means time. it's six games. <laughs> whatever, like. That's crazy. We're just, just going to be done with these. I try to be That's decorative funny. today. You it's up. not working. Yeah, But it's mostly a health <laughs> thing. You said if Steph's uh, healthy. But like, that's the question. They haven't been healthy at all this year for the most part. Like, it's always something with them right now. Yeah. And yeah. that's the biggest thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. I, don't, I just don't, simply just don't think this is their year. That's it. Yeah, I think that's clear. <laughs> I think it's different. Yeah. Maybe they like make some Cinderella run and figure it out with some fucking insane legacy game shit as stuff, but it's clearly I not their year. I can tell you that with definitive, definitively. Yeah, exactly. All right. Who who, who else is in this tier? Minnesota. We all had Minnesota in here. Okay. Oh yeah. For I sure. think we've, we've, we've beat the horse a lot about Minnesota. How disappointing they are. Yeah. We know what it is. The Rudy Gobert trade not was a disaster. Anthony Anthony Edwards has been hooping as of late. Correct. Though, but other than that, like maybe next maybe Mike next Conley's there, and they're going to be a lot better the second half of the season for sure. I agree. And who knows how different they're going to look when Carly Towns finally comes back. When is he, he going to come he, back? Who knows? They haven't said anything yet. Nobody knows. He's still yeah, out indefinitely. Exactly. There's been zero updates since he got hurt. And it was like, yeah. when, when, when did he get hurt? Was it November 27th? Something like November that? 28th. Oh, that was a crazy guess. But yeah. Yeah. No update. It's insane. Is he alive? I don't know. Somebody check <laughs> on Jordan Woods. She needs help. Yeah. Oh, no. Listen, they're chilling. <laughs> I saw them on, on IG. He's He's fine. If he can track, he, oh, he I said he saw them on IG. I you, Cat's fine. He's playing. He's okay. playing PUBG. He's all right. That's, that's what I'm saying. He's traveling the world with Jordan. He's yeah. okay. I promise you. But yeah, at some point, maybe like after the All Star break, maybe next week, we have to have an Anthony Edwards conversation because we going to the season. I talked a lot about how people were crowning him very early, and I wasn't seeing that last year. Like I see it in the playoff run. I see why people say that, but it was like let's relax. He hasn't made the star leap. Yeah. We assume he might. And beginning of the year, I was like, it was right. He wasn't quite making the leap. He had struggled to fit with Gobert. But man, these, this last month, six weeks, he's been insane. Yeah. Like legitimately insane as a rim scorer. Yeah, he's been fucking, oh my goodness. This is what I'm talking about. I remember we had a whole conversation about Tyrese Halliburton versus Anthony Edwards or whatever. And I mean, I have to take a Tyrese. Like, Anthony Edwards. I think no, it was Cade Cunningham. We were talking about yeah. Cade Cunningham and Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I would still really? yes, I would still take Ty- Tyrese Halliburton. No, that's not Edwards. crazy. I mean, it's pretty close. That's not crazy at all. No, I remember. I thought we were talking about Tyrese versus Anthony. We, we, we might have at Kate. some point, but we had a big conversation about Cade versus Ant. Oh, we yeah, we have crazy. a lot of combos. That's a different conversation. We do a lot of TikToks over here, so we probably had both. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. 
We've been man, talking a lot. I'm just so proud of Anthony Edwards in point blank period. He's figuring it Me out. Me too. Like he's legitimately making a superstar elite. Like when when you look at him, it was like always oh, like oh the athleticism he could bring that together. With clearly he has this this burst out of his first step as a ball handler, tenacious rim scorer. He has a jump shot. And it was always like the jump shot wasn't quite what you want from three point range. His passing was meh. The defense wasn't quite there. But it's all coming together now. And I I forgot the numbers. I saw someone tweet it out. But his rim scoring was like uh-huh. ridiculous. It was like almost seventy percent for a month or something like that. Yeah, dude. He's gonna put himself next year. He's gonna solidify himself as a top three shooting guard in the NBA. Top three. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Interesting. Top three. Okay. So the book. Solidified. So behind Booker and Mitchell, you think he's gonna be better than Jalen Brown? He's. Ooh, I forgot about Jalen Brown. But I see what you mean. Yeah, no, definitely, okay, definitely okay. second tier. I see you okay. for sure. Yeah, yeah that wouldn't be he's crazy. Gonna be in that, he's gonna be in that combo for sure. Okay, but yeah, outside of that, we don't gotta talk too much. They're a D tier team. It hasn't worked out. They thought yeah. they would be a top four Man. seed. Nothing's worked. <laughs> what about Portland? Yeah. Tell me about Portland's mediocre ass team. Let's not tell you about Portland. <laughs> just, they are. This is worst case scenario for them. Is being just mid like the yeah. definition of mid simons just got hurt last night like there's the the all-star break is coming up so maybe like that's gonna be able to take a little bit of his recovery time outside of like missing games and stuff like that but there's nothing really for them like nothing looks good the future does the future doesn't look bright this season doesn't look bright i don't know if they have the assets to go make a major trade honestly i think I think the only thing that could save the Portland Trailblazers is if they buy low on Ben Simmons and he magically goes to the... <sighs> They're oh in my hell. God. They're if, in hell. If he, if, man, that's, that's a the wet only dream thing right that, there, That's man. the only thing that I can see <laughs> is that if they buy low on Ben Simmons, he goes to Portland where nobody cares about him and all of a sudden, like, everybody's okay with him. And and he ends up turning... That feels like the only option for them to even have somewhat of a big three. But, like... Injuries have plagued them all season. The defense fell off after uh, after the first half of the season. Dame has been great, but that's what we say every year is that Dame's great, but the rest of the team hasn't like been able to put it together around him to get to give yeah. him enough. So I think their biggest Portland. Ben, even if Ben Simmons was back to Ben Simmons, it's not a good fit for him there because they already have Simons and Lillard. Like that, he'd be the th- third less offensively talented guard with the ball in his hands. So like it just. Unless they're shipping out Simons or somebody else too, which maybe that's Man. what it is. I think that might be the answer is they have to trade Simons at some point. If another Ooh. star becomes available, it might be, have to be Simons and Sharp and go get a star. Like, What if Cat becomes Man, available? Do they trade Simons and Sharp for Cat? That's interesting. Yeah, I think I might do that. that that's the type of shit they got to be thinking about going to next year because they're going to have some picks to play with. They have those two young players. They have Cam Reddish now, who maybe he makes some kind of leap with them, finally giving him playing time. Shout out Cam Reddish. It. But Hooping. yeah, man, they're rudderless. It's just like biding time, just enjoying Lillard's vibes while he wants to be there. I don't, I don't even know if Cat Cat wouldn't be enough for them to win. So I, I, I don't know. In my head, I'm, when I just think about the Blazers, there's just no realistic way for yeah. them to get that perfect star talent alongside Damian Lillard. I don't think Cat's gonna be the solution or anything like that. He'll make them definitely better. But there, no one's picking them to win the West. At least it would be different too, because we've seen Dame for basically his entire, or I guess since Lamar since Aldridge has left, we've seen Dame for the last like seven eight years play with 
another kind of like undersized backcourt mate. They're both like yeah. really talented scorers. And at least if you can get a front court player, a center, Shake it right, up. and just have a different look to how you approach offense, maybe that is like the jump a start different type need. of sadness. Sure, at the end of the day, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but it is. We all know that they didn't have much hope. Yeah. They kind of tricked people in the first couple weeks of the season and started off hot, but they're the Blazers we all thought they'd be at the end of the day. No, you hate exactly. to see it. Let's, let's fire it. off through the rest of D tier so we can move on. All right. Magic. Just they're, they're the Magic. They're rebuilding. They're doing the thing. They they found a start. They're a good rebuilding Palo team. Tim, yeah. As of late, they've Palo been killing Tim, it, especially Francis Markel Tim. Fultz. Paolo can't make a jump shot, shot anymore, which is concerning, but he hit the rookie wall after having a big usage rate yeah. early on. But we saw what he could do, so like we all know he's going to be a star eventually. Facts. Yeah, exactly. The Bulls of the Markel Bulls. Fultz, Ugh. humongous shout out to him, bro. I, uh, I he, he's he is insanely fun to watch. And now I think the the Orlando don't Magic hate. finally don't hate, on that. Don't, don't hate on Markel like that. He's been <laughs> insanely he's been, fun to watch. He's been better. And he's <laughs> yeah, been good. If you've been good, following, yeah, exactly. you've been following Markel for a minute, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's fun to see him like get it back. Is, to it's it's good, it's good to see him thrive. I, everyone everyone's dreaming for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think over the last thirty games that they played, they're over five hundred by like maybe three games or something like that. Mm, so they're yeah. like seventeen and fourteen for or something. If my math is correct, and. Markel is a face of that, forefront of that. Yeah. It's okay. lit, lit times in Orlando, man. That's 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 how you want to rebuild a team. You can be ass. It's okay. But just have some fun vibes and also try to start building good habits along the way. Yeah, just have carry a on to success. Exactly. So that's a great young team. We know team. what they're trying to build. They're trying to build a very switchable team with a lot of size around two big forwards that can handle the ball and then versatile guards who can play off ball in Suggs and Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony's not going to be there long term, yeah. but at least Suggs, that's the vision. So, yeah. at least we can point to that and see a team start to form. Let's... Shout out to them. The, I don't want to talk about the Bulls. The Bulls are the Bulls. They're mid as fuck. <laughs> yeah. The last six weeks, Zach Levine's numbers are a little bit better than they were to start the year. He's back up to like 26 points per game in that time. But they're the Bulls. When they lost Lonzo, they lost any chance of being relevant. I don't even know what to say that besides the fact that they're the Bulls. Lonzo, please come back. They're top 10 defense. We need you, cool. Lonzo. They need big ball of energy out there in Chicago. It's not there. <laughs> yeah, they, they need a lot. I don't know if yeah, Lonzo, I don't know if Prime Lonzo is walking through those doors ever again. I don't even know if Lonzo is enough for them to turn around whatever the hell they got. Oh, he's not Lonzo clearly at this point. Big baller got it. Bring in Leandro. Yeah. All right. Well, same thing with Washington. Nasty. Washington is another team that's just content with being mediocre as fuck with their mid three. They're going to keep Kuzma this year and pay him in the summer, which <laughs> if he wants to stay, good for him. Kuzma, Porzingis, Beal is disgusting, but we're going to see it for the next three years. <laughs> y- y'all, y'all got it. I have man, no Washington words. I don't want to talk. I about have that. nothing to say about Washington, man. Other than the, who, who's the dude that we were talking about before we started the Jordan podcast? Jordan Goodwin. Shout out Jordan Goodwin. He's a nice role player they found. Eventually, he'll be very good playing for the Bucks or something and helping them win a championship. Damn. He's already trying to move his ass. Holy shit. He's 100% going to get yeah. traded in the coming years because he's too good and too relevant to a winning team. No chance he stays yes. with that team. Shout out to Jordan Goodwin. I have no reason, zero reason to watch the Washington Wizards. Shout out to Denny Avdia. I think he's having a better season than he was. Not really. Denny Avdia uh, kind of sucks at offense. <laughs> other than that, like I don't want to talk about them. So let's move on. <laughs> I actually watch him a decent amount because I like watching Kuzma, but it's not fun. All right. Wow. We talked about the, we talked about Toronto. Don't got to talk about them anymore. The Hawks. We we talked about the Hawks at length, man. Yeah. Who cares? Next. Mid. Dejounte didn't solve the problems. Trey started off slow. They're just not that good. Facts, facts. Okay. Trash. Let's get to the C tier. Cool. Donovan, who was your C tier teams? All right. We got the Oklahoma City Thunder. The, okay. the nice. The Los Angeles Clippers, the Golden State Warriors, okay. the Pelicans, 
the Heat, the Knicks, and the Pacers. Okay, so, we have very similar. So, so, nice. so that's like, what is that? The seven? Yeah, seven yeah. teams in the, in the C tier. Nice. Well, who you got? So I got the Golden State Warriors. I got OKC. I got the Lakers, okay? Okay. I have Orlando. I got the Pacers. Just tremendous vibes, all right? And then I also have... No, nah, I think that's it. I, oh, I okay. see a team that I placed on there, but I want to place. I forgot the Lakers. I didn't say I had them in D. We didn't talk oh, about really? them. Uh, Donovan, where'd you have the Lakers? Uh, I had the Lakers in my D tier as well. Okay, real quick, go back to them real fast. They would have been F. They're obviously the most disappointing team in the league for the expectations they had. But I put them up to D because they made a promising trade, and hopefully, it sets them up well for next year. It's really that simple. And I assume Mo, you had the same thought process. You put them to C for that reason. Yeah, exactly. We're revamping your team. They were in the F, but yeah. with the major revamp that they did, that boosted them up to C. Now, it's kind of disappointing that we haven't seen this revamp, plus like LeBron James and Anthony Davis playing. They're about like to play in like 45 Davis minutes. Instead I think of fucking LeBron's playing. Jamichael. Yeah, exactly. Anthony Davis has been playing like Jamichael Green, so it was just like... <laughs> oh, relax. He had one right bad game. Right relax. <laughs> He's been terrible. Bro. No, he hasn't. But... Regardless of the fact, um, <laughs> there are seats. See, people just been hating on Eddie for no reason. Eddie has not been awful. He had one, one no, off night. I just wanted to jump in. I just wanted to I jump know. in on the hate. Yeah. <laughs> we would be talking. But yeah, so yeah, same, same thought process. You just put, I put them up to D instead of C because I think they're still cooked for this year, but for next year it's promising. If I thought they had a chance of using this team to be relevant this year, I probably would have said C too. But I'm not getting my yeah. hopes up. For my, uh, my C teams, I got the Clippers, the Pelicans, the Jazz, the Pacers, the Knicks, and Miami. Okay. I forgot Makes to put sense. the Makes Clippers sense. there. So we all have the Why Pelicans Why is Miami there? there? Why is Miami there? Yeah. Where would you rather put them? I feel like they're just having a very average, slightly disappointing, nothing special season. A lot of injuries. Yeah, that is true. Like, B and A are people that are having like a pleasant surprise or an amazing season. Miami's like yeah. been disappointing because of injuries, but they're getting back to where they should be. They're like the sixth seed right now. Just yeah, average ass like year, me. you know? Yeah, exactly. My, my Anyways, exact reason is you were gonna say something about the Pelicans, and I'm really yeah. Let's talk about that. I didn't have the Pelicans there. Did you had them higher? Yeah, I had them. Higher. Okay. okay. So, in case you haven't noticed, they lost ten games in a row, and they're in the gutter right now. They're in the playing <laughs> yep. range. They're no longer <laughs> a good team. And Zion yeah. Williamson had a setback in his injury. He reaggravated his hamstring, and he's gonna be out for weeks to come. God, man, it never ends. They had something good going, which is why they're not D or F. They looked great when Zion was healthy. We thought Zion was absolutely him, playing with the top 10 player in the league. But now he's not here, and he's never here. He's played 23% of his game since he was drafted. They have a star they cannot rely on. They're not good enough to win mm. when he's not there, despite having lots of guys. They got to be C, right? Damn. They have to be. They they have to be. It's, it's tough. It's tough. Now, look, they're still top 10 in the league in, in net rating, which is like a testament to to just how good that they were before they yeah. fell off the face of the earth, right? The fact that you can lose 10, 10 in a row and be terrible and also I mean, not... the playing range. Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. I want to give them credit for the beginning of the season. This is the same reason why I put Brooklyn in, in the detail. I want to give teams credit for, like, the entire season. Yeah. If we're looking at them probably over the last 30 games, New Orleans will probably be F. Um, oh, yeah, they lost ten yeah, out of those thirty exactly. in one exactly. two weeks. <laughs> but we have we have to give them credit for what they were cooking earlier in the season, and so I'll put them in C. And hopefully, I really, really hope that Zion can come back like before the playoffs and actually give us some some actual like minutes because we yeah. we deserve to see Zion in the playoffs at this point. Zion deserves it. It's such a shame that like 
we talk people talk about a lot about like his injuries and like it's adding up. I mostly just feel bad for him because he's losing such incredibly valuable development time at a young age. Mm-hmm. Having your prime development years in your first three, four seasons be lost to injury completely, Bro. having no ability to get playoff reps, that's so bad for your long-term development. In the last four years that he's been in the NBA, I believe, he was drafted 2019, so yeah. four years, holy shit. He has played 118 games in his NBA career in total. Crazy. That's tough. In total. So that just goes to show how, like like, like you said, all the development time that he missed – and it'll be interesting to see just how much that matters. I don't think it, I don't, for him, yeah, that's I don't think it'll thing. matter it doesn't that matter. much he, because he's just like bro, that OP Anybody who player, misses a majority of their first and third year and half their yeah, second year should not be a fucking trash. superstar in their fourth year. But he did it when he was healthy. Yeah. He was a legitimate superstar. So the fact that he's doing that yeah. with no development, imagine if he has three years of healthiness in a row. He's on the exact same path Joel Embiid is on. We're just waiting for him to get healthy like Joel did. And now we're seeing Joel as an MVP frontrunner every year. Him and yeah, exactly. he's just big Zion. They're the same person. Yeah, man. Man, that is crazy to think about. But yeah, for, anyways, let's continue to your other C list. The other C teams? C okay. tiers. Yeah. Uh, I had the Jazz here. I think Donovan had him in D. Yeah. Okay. I gave him C because, I mean, they're a play-in team like we thought they'd be now. They've kind of fell off. They're gonna not going to make – they're probably going to fall out of the play-in as someone like the Lakers or Blazers takes their spot. But they did a good job making more trades, getting more picks. Lowry marketing and blossomed into a star. They yeah. did everything you want from a first-year rebuilding team. So when yeah. I think of D and F, I think of like it's a disappointment in some way. And I think nothing about this season has been a disappointment for the Jazz. That's yeah. That's okay. that's, fair. that's fair. I put them I put them at D just because I thought that their their drop off and from basically like the one seed to where they are now and I was I'm getting out ahead of them falling out of the playoff, right? That or out of the play in. That's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so I I mm-hmm. think that they're going to get caught by somebody. I I think Oklahoma City is, is going to be the the last team to make the oh, play in. Yeah? I think they are. I think they jump in over them and over the Lakers and so I'll just I'm projecting on that one. Okay. Even if they fall okay. out, I don't care. They're rebuilding. They were shooting above expectations prior to this year. That's just gravy to me. Okay. Yeah, a number one seed in the West for like two and a half, maybe three weeks or whatever what, it was. What a time crazy. to be alive. Yeah, exactly. I think we all had the Knicks in the C, right? Yes. Ooh, they could Yeah. You would I think they'd the be Knicks higher because Randall and Brunson have both been great. Like legitimately extremely good for what you'd expect from them. But man, RJ Barrett fucking sucks. And it tanks you a lot oh when you're goodness. paying a guy max money and he's not very good, doesn't contribute much impact at all. Hard to how to recover from that. How do they recover from that? Huh? I've, <laughs> I've tried so hard to defend RJ Barrett on this podcast. I've tried so hard to shield him from the hate that you guys spew at him. And I can't <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it, right? Like if if the piece that was holding the Knicks back from getting Donovan Mitchell was RJ Barrett, right? <laughs> and you come out and you play like this, you have to be gone. Like you either it's you either crazy. you either have to be gone or you have to be open to all this criticism. And that is exactly where we're at. And because like if RJ is the player that we thought he was going to be, I mean, I was campaigning for RJ that he was potentially going to be an All Star in the next coming year. Great. Oh, had, my goodness. He had all-star potential because he actually he showed flashes. Boo, this man. Those flashes were not yeah. there this year. They are not there. I really wish you would have stood on that take with your chest earlier in the season. 
what? all time clip. What the he? <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah, you never said that on the pod. I wish you would have. That'd been funny. Yeah. Dang. Wait, I thought I What's did. Co- I thought Not we've really. had no. we've had so much RJ hate. I thought I thought I have said something yeah. before. It's, I've been saying for three years that. RJ Barrett is simply not good at anything. He's not above average in yeah. any tangible skill set, and that remains. Like, sure, you yeah, can say exactly. he's a decent on-ball defender, and I think it ends there. I mean, but he's been he's been inconsistent at times this this year. Yes, I'm so saying he's like, decent. I gave him a little bit of credit, but like, he's not a good shooter, not a good ball handler, not a good passer, not a good finisher, not a good off-ball defender. Not a. The list goes on, man. The what finishing stuff yeah, since exactly. he's gotten into the league was. That's the weirdest just like drop off in his game because at Duke he was so good finishing through contact and that's why I thought that was one of the reasons why I was actually like but excited he for him. He wasn't he, though. He was in he theory. Was, he was in theory he finisher. was, but his numbers are always bad at Duke and people chalk it up to he's playing with other stars and the system doesn't really allow him to cook. The same thing mm. we said when he got to the Knicks and they had no spacing. That high school RJ was a really good finisher, but for some things have held him back in all three levels that stop him from doing that after then. Mm-hmm. At some point, you just got to realize that he's just not fucking good at this. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what's so funny? Like, I, it's so funny because I think sometime earlier this season, people were starting to compare R.J. Barrett to Andrew Wiggins, trying to say that they're in the similar position. It's just because they're Canadian. In Canadian? Career. <laughs> that's, that's, and that that's you couldn't just it. you couldn't be more wrong. They're, bro. they're just six nine and Canadian. Like that's the only yeah. that's the only like possible comparison that you can make to them. So it's like six nine. And it is just like six nine. I don't know. It's he's so nine, like six seven. That's, that's what I was thinking. Wiggins is such a is just such a completely different player who is extremely gifted on a lot of sides of the court. He just wasn't allowed wow, the to show. Have really not allowed, but he the, wasn't putting the best position. The words have really, really okay, changed. You're the rewriting narrative Andrew, on Andrew Wiggins, Wiggins history right now. Relax. <laughs> you're completely Relax. rewriting Andrew Wiggins history. It was not that he How? wasn't. He wasn't in a bad situation. He was prioritizing the wrong parts of his game and trying to be a go-to scorer and not focusing on defense, catch and shoot, these type of things that the Warriors forced him to get into because they saw the vision that you're not this guy. It wasn't that he had all the opportunity in the world. He was just probably viewing himself and being viewed because of his draft status as the wrong mold of player. Yeah, exactly. He was in a bad situation. He was the bad situation. In my mind. What do you mean? Like, I, Andrew Wiggins. Okay, never mind, never mind. I see what you mean. I see why you say that like seven, Andrew Wiggins mean. for like seven years was one of the most disappointing players in the league. And then and then he goes to the Warriors and he's the fourth option and everyone's like, oh my gosh, he's so good. You're the fourth option, fam. Like, all you have to do, is you have two jobs. Make threes, guard <laughs> people. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, see, they took things off his place and he got better. When you say he was in a bad situation, you mean he was cast into the wrong role. Okay, true. That, that's what it is. But when I hear bad situation, I think, like, he wasn't given the opportunity to find his role when he was given all the opportunity nah. in the world. All of it. Yeah, he was given all the opportunity, but it just wasn't... He was just he just wasn't meant to be that guy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Be the face of a franchise or organization. That's you're the thing, though. Like that. You're you know? right. It's not the same for RJ Barrett, because... He's currently in that role that Andrew Wiggins is in now. Like he's supposed to be the third guy doing the stuff that you need to do to win games. Exactly. He's just not good at that either. Yeah, exactly. Next they put team. him Next as team. the first option or semi-first option a couple of years ago. Then now he's like bona fide second. And now what does he do? Oh my god! God damn, bro! All right, next he's, team, man. He steals money right now. As <laughs> <laughs> he's doing. Uh, that's all the teams I have. The Clippers. The Clippers are in C. Over oh, in C. We're in C. My bad. Yeah, Clippers are oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk yeah. about the Clippers. Yeah, they listen. They are the most inconsistent team because their stars 
cannot play together. They have yep. two stars who remain hurt. Kawhi Leonard, he was he came back and played like what like a game or four at the beginning of the season. Then he was out. It seems like every other night, either Paul George or Kawhi Leonard is out. They try to get John Wall in there. He's off the team now. They just made a couple of trades. They seem to be in constant transition this year. I don't know what they are because we haven't seen the Clippers at full strength for two weeks this entire season. So like they're, they're still, still solid though. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're solid. Too. Shout Man. out Ty Lue. That was one of the reasons why we thought they were going to be really good is because they had a, a lot of depth coming into the season. And we thought that if Kawhi and PG could be there, then they can obviously take that step. Elevate. That has not been the case. They are disappointing. And it is simply because they are inconsistent and they can't stay healthy. Yep. And then they just redid their whole fucking supporting cast at the deadline, which is interesting. So it's like, yeah, like you said, C is a team that's just having an average season that's not special or particularly disappointing. And that's what you got to think with Clippers, right? Because it would be very disappointing, but they've somehow kept themselves afloat through all this. So it's just like yeah. a nothing burger of a season. Facts. Yeah, exactly. You don't really, I don't really think of them as much at all. And other than <laughs> the like... Clippers. This is just thinking about them redoing their whole entire supporting cast, getting rid of Luke Kennard. The John Wall experiment was a massive flop. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, RP John. Oh, don't. I'm not gonna say that. But for John Wall, man, like I'll say it. RP John Wall's career. Gone but never forgotten. Okay, career. <laughs> At the beginning of the season, dude was over here talking about you got to guard Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and also me. <laughs> How are you gonna stop that? <laughs> How are you gonna stop that? He was just talking. And then he went ahead. Fast. Forward, I respect the confidence. I'll say that. A couple months into the season, he's talking shit about his home, to his last team, the Houston Rockets. He gets shipped back there, and they buy him out. I'm fired, and now he's the face of unemployment. <laughs> Damn, yeah, this sucks. I, I don't want not too much on John Wall because like we all love him, we wanted him to succeed again, but it's Jover. Yeah. Damn. All right, who's yeah, I don't really have any thoughts about the Clippers, bro. They're yeah, just, there's nothing to say. They're just they're, like the said. They've been inconsistent because they haven't been available, and until they are, we can't really take much from them. Yeah, exactly. I got the Pacers in C. Did y'all have Pacers in C? I did. I did, yeah. Yeah, we all agree. Tremendous vibes. Right now, they they start off really hot. They were the sixth seed when Tyrese was healthy to start the year. He got hurt. They fell off, and they haven't recovered since. But they had their young player blossom into a legitimately rising star, so that's a win for the year. Yep, uh, 100%. 100%. Tyrese, all-star, proved uh, Wally Zerbiak wrong, so that's that's really nice. Fuck Wally Zerbiak. What a loser. That's that's really nice for, for them. And... They were, listen, they were finally able to get um, kind of some direction with him, with with Halliburton, with Miles Turner. Buddy Heald is still doing Buddy Heald things, just knocking down threes. Benedict Matherin yeah. looks good as, you know, also like he looks like he's, yeah. he's going to be able to do it, to do some stuff move, moving forward. So, yeah, I'll say C because, again, yeah. again, when Tyrese was healthy, they were just fine. Yeah, exactly. And no one expected anything out of out of them. Bro. In fact, People I thought, thought I for sure thought they were going to be this, in the Wemby conversation. You and me both. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I was over here rooting for them to go ahead and get Wemby because I just thought that combination was going to be crazy. But yeah. apparently, they're way too good. And I'd rather see them. I don't want to say I'd rather see them like this, but you know something interesting about the Pacers? Pacers just dawned on my mind, bro. They're just not meant to go ahead and get the number one overall pick. They <laughs> never. They're one of the only teams in, in NBA history who's never gotten the number one Th- overall pick That's not pick an accident. Before. It's not meant to be or anything like that. It's not an accident. They have an owner who, that the, the old-ass lady, I, forgot, I think it's an old lady owner that has been on the team for a long time, and they just like fielding yeah. a competitive team and refuse to rebuild ever. Like, it's completely by that. design. I respect that. Yeah, that's, I, I that's their that. MO. They said, we're in Indiana. We're now a large market team. We have a core group of fans that love basketball, and we want to give them the best parts we can every year. 
Uh, also, their owner, man. their owner is Herbert Simon. I was wrong. I was thinking of the Pelicans lady. I forgot her name. <laughs> I, I realized that after I said it. I was thinking about the Pelicans owner. I you're forgot her your, name. You're in your bag regardless. You're in yeah, but either way, that's that's their MO over years. Feel the competent team, and they refuse to rebuild because they don't think their market can deal with that. Yeah, exactly. That's and shout out to them for re-signing Miles Turner as well after all these goddamn trade rumors. Uh, I think they should trade him to Lakers, but neither here nor there. He's still going to be in Sour. trade rumors over the summer. Like, facts. It never Absolutely. ends. They He's, don't want him. For the rest of his life. He can be retired. He still won't be in trade rumors. He's <laughs> exactly. gonna be retired from this retirement home to that retirement home across the street. <laughs> never get traded. I hope he plays his whole career at the Pacers. It'd be so funny. That would be the most annoying thing ever. If I was Miles Turner, I would He's just ask, just please trade me at, at some point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Let's move on to the B tier teams. Ooh, let's do it. Mo, you go first this time. Who's your B tier? All right. So for my B tier teams, oh, this is tough because I feel like a, a lot of teams. Some teams deserve to be to be an A, but I just can't do it. So for beer team, B team, I have the Miami Heat. One of the reasons why I put them in B instead of C is because although they've like been not as good and started off super slow in the season, they were behind teams like Washington or in the in that Washington and um Chicago realm and they shot all the way up to the It's not hard to do. Uh what's that? Sixth seed and also Bam out of bio. Fucking love that dude. And he's absolutely balling out of his mind. He's being the player that a lot of people Bullied him on social media to be so he's. <laughs> okay. I have them in the B tier. I have the Norris Pelicans because, yeah. That's a stretch. They did all the right things. They just can't stay healthy. You, you know they should be C at best. best. Yeah, no, they, I don't. I don't want to put them in C because they're so deep to help. Keep, they're so deep, and because of their death, it's helping keep the keep them alive. They're not alive. They're barely now alive. They they're on life support. They lost well, ten dude, in a row. The, they lost ten in a yeah, row. Yeah, they lost. They lost. They lost ten in a row, and they're still the seventh seed. That's so damn impressive. I don't think they are anymore. Are they the seventh? No, they are. Oh, they are. Yeah, they are. Okay. All right. So, um, and then I have the Dallas Mavericks at for B as well because like fucking Luca, and even though they made all these moves, which are which is like kind of a red flag. At the end of the day, I think these moves needed to be done. They 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 really didn't have that many choices. Mm-hmm. And um I'll condemn them if it backfires for sure and I'm backtracking on every single word that I said. <laughs> but for now, I'm putting them at B. Okay. And I think that's all who I want to Got you, got you. Let me put the Memphis Grizzlies there as well. I need to put the Grizzlies there as well because okay. they haven't been at they've been elite. They've been the second best team in the Western Conference consistently as years went on. So, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. We'll catch up to the rest, cool. but I think I have, that's it. For my B tier, I have the Bucks, the Mavs, the Suns, OKC, and the 76ers. Wow. OKC is that high for playing? It's, I mean, the, when we're talking about grades, it's all about what you expected from them versus what they did, right? And SGA blossomed into a legitimate top 15 player in the NBA. They have a superstar to build around now. Next year, they're getting the number two pick that he's had, Chet Holmgren. And they're going to be probably in the play-in. Like, if things shake out the way they have... They've been surprisingly competent in every single way. They're a top 10 defense. They're super well coached. They don't even have a center on the roster. They're playing Jalen Williams there, who's like 6'9". And yeah. somehow they're just, like I said, extremely competent team from a team that we thought would be one of the worst teams in the league. Who is their head coach? Shout out to him, man. I, forget, I don't know how to say his name. It's, something, it's, yeah, it's a hard name to pronounce, so I don't want to butcher it. Yeah, I have no idea who he is, but bro. Yeah, he, I got he, he's Bucks, doing Mavs, Suns, thing. OKC, 76ers. Okay. Okay. 76ers. Okay. That's interesting. Fair, fair. All right. Did it come off to a super Give us your list, Dom, before we get into them. All right. So my B tier, I have the 76ers, I have the Cavs, 
I have the Grizzlies, I have the Mavericks, and I had the Thunder in C. I'm moving them up to B because okay. this, wow. because the same logic that I had with the Jazz and I was projecting out and how they're you know they're fall off and they're gonna fall out of the plan. I'm gonna apply that to OKC. I think they're gonna make the plans and like like everything that Isaac said, Shay Shay's also been able to like carry that offense. And like not be a three point shooter and just get to the paint whenever he wants, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Like he can he can single handedly yeah. like carry a, a that a offense, offense is really is not built for him in my mind. It's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So yeah. So Thunder, Grizzlies, Mavericks, Sixers, Cavs. Okay. So we both had the Sixers in there. Mo, you have an A tier, I assume. Yeah, I have them at A tier. A tier. Why do you guys have them in B tier? There's just been something off with them all all year long. They just haven't been able like they've had they had a really it's nice the streak. offense. They yeah, they had a really nice streak where like they were winning games and they were moving back up the standings. But being able to integrate Tyrese Maxey back into the offense on top of having Harden and Embiid there and trying to make all these you know, all these moving parts work. One of my biggest complaints at the beginning of the of the season was that I felt like Maxi wasn't able to kind of step in there and that offense wasn't able to be like cohesive. I still have that complaint. Yeah. It still feels like James Harden and Joel Embiid do their thing and then Maxi goes off and does his thing and it's not like a it's not a singular offense. So it's not cohesive at all. Yeah, and so that's one of the complaints that I have for them and again, they're they're moving up uh, they're, they're moving up the seed. They haven't really gotten everything that they should have gotten out of P.J. Tucker. Daniel House hasn't been great. They just traded uh, Matisse Thibault. There's been a lot of turnover on the roster. So I, they could have just been a little bit better up until this point in the season. So that's why I have them at Yeah, B. I just saved A-tier teams for people that ha- are having great seasons based on what you want them to be. And I feel like they're having a fine season. Like, they're three seed. They're in the mix for the one of the top teams in the East. But... They're a notch below the Bucks and Celtics. I think we'd all pick those two teams in the series over them pretty easily. Yeah. Their offense. Yeah, absolutely. Harden and Embiid are a great pick and roll duo. They those are numbers in terms of like the, they. I think they're the highest uh, assist duo in the league. Yeah, they are. They have a, they have a solid chemistry. They, they've combined but for he, like 167 assists this year. Exactly. It's crazy. I think the next the second one was like 116, which was actually Tyrese and Buddy Hield surprisingly. But um, even with that being the case, it's. The numbers aren't terrible, but when you watch them, you're like, this is not going to be super good in the playoffs. Like, put a smart team against them that switches everything and forces you to get into, like, trick them into playing this one-on-one isolation ball they get into sometimes. Yeah. I I don't think they set themselves up well to give Joel Embiid the best shot of finally having his playoff moment. It's not horrible, so that's why they're B. Do you think that's a coaching thing or a roster thing or both? Both. I mean, he's Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers isn't the best coach in the world. He's competent, but he's not good, per se. And he's yeah, it's a roster. Mid as fuck. You're being way um, too nice. Listen, I'm just. I mean, I am. I'm trying not to get into a fuck Doc Rivers <laughs> moment, but Doc Rivers sucks ass for being honest. Yeah. And I don't know. I guess it's like this is the James Harden you have now. He's not the prime James Harden you would have wanted. Like Donovan said, the defensive pieces they brought in are ass. PJ Tucker's washed. It's yeah. just a good team that isn't quite as good as the other ones. You know what I mean? Nothing they did wrong. Yeah. That is true. So why so, they, so why are they making me, Yeah, so did, you're did we you? slide them to the B tier. We swayed you. They're a team that I wanted to put them in the A tier. Like I think if you were to ask me this a couple weeks ago, when they were steamrolling teams mm-hmm. and they were streaking, they would have been A for sure. But they've definitely slowed down a bit. And like Tyrese Maxey just doesn't feel. I don't want to say he doesn't feel right on this team, but like he just hasn't been maximized. And I feel like yeah. they're just they're just entire offensive system. 
I just I I, I read through it. I see through it, <laughs> and it's pokeable. They're bendable in the playoffs. Best way to say. Yeah, it I mean it's a Joel Embiid and James Harden led team. Two people that have notoriously yeah. been worse in the playoffs for a variety of reasons: injuries, a lot of times, burnout, unfortunate Straight. circumstances for Joel Embiid. But everybody yeah. sees a path to this team falling short in the playoffs. And until we see otherwise, I feel like we should like assume that's going to be the case. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they're doing what you know. What I'm saying a lot of people assume they'll be doing, which they're is why they're be right. Like they're not like they're not a failure yeah. in any way. It's just passable. Yep, they're doing their jobs. All right, now let's get into the real the real deal. We all have the Suns in B, which no, I don't you know? I have them in A. I, I have the Suns in A. Oh, I'm cool with that. Oh, because it got KD. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll move yeah, him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he hasn't fucking played shit. Let him go up there. Yeah, I'm fine it. with that. We'll save them. They're talking. Yeah. I'll put him up in A as well. We'll amend that. Yeah. Um, the Bucks. I had them in B. Did y'all have them in A? I have them in A. I had them in A. I have them in A. I thought about it because they've, they've been, recovered, but because yeah. they had their slow start of the season, they still might have some shooting concerns long term. There's when you watch them play against the Celtics yesterday, it was not what uh, you'd want against yeah, the backups of the Celtics. It just seems like they're missing something. Obviously, it took a while for Chris Jake to get Crowder. reintegrated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then they got Jake Crowder, which honestly, unironically, will help. But yeah. Giannis' shooting was cold to start the year. Drew Holiday is on a fucking bender right now. Not bender. That's the wrong word. On the heater right now. <laughs> and he's been amazing. Yeah. Chris Middleton, not so much. Frat All the other shooters, not so much. I just feel like they're not run away. Win-wise, they've kept up. Partially because the Celtics have been a little disappointing lately. They've been up and down compared to how they started. But... They don't feel like the runaway best team in the East as you'd want them to be as the Bucks, right? Yeah, that's fair to say. But I feel like the only reason why that's so is simply because of like sidekick issues, Chris Middleton. It hasn't yeah, yeah. been Chris Middleton because of injuries and shit like that. And if he can maintain this level of consist a level of consistency towards the end of the season when it comes to strictly health, I think they'll be totally fine. And with Drew Holiday playing like this, putting up forty pieces, he's an all star sure. season too. They, they will like, be fine uh, for sure. Yeah. I'm licking my chops at them, bro. Yeah. They'll definitely be totally fine. I'm just thinking that A tier should be better than being fine. It should be teams that are like having legitimately great seasons that you're above and beyond expectation-wise. And I don't see any way the Bucks yeah. fall into that. At, at best, with, they're doing their job now. With the things that they've gone through this season, I I think I put them in the A tier. That's fair. That's fair logic with it. Yeah. If Drew Holiday was fucking ass, then I for sure beats here. Or not ass, but not phenomenal, then... Yeah. Like, I can see that. You could say that they've dealt with a lot of trials yeah. and tribulations and they fought through it and they're still where they you want them to be, so I'm not mad at that. They're B+. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, we I'm all cool. had the Mavs here, right? Yes, yes. Tell me about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Tell me about sure. that, Donovan. Why are the Mavs in B tier? All right, so, so a couple reasons. So I thought that the Mavs were going to be fairly good this year. Right now, they're outside of the play-in. Coming, I guess, up until a week and a half ago, they had Luca, who's playing at an MVP level, and they added Kyrie. And so, even though that, like, even though that, I think that in the short term they got worse. They've been able to win games. Why do you keep saying that? They did not get worse, man. I think. Well, I'm saying, I'm <laughs> saying, like, in the short term for the playoffs this specific year, I think. Still, I think, I think, I think that they're going to be able. I think that teams are going to be able to to kind of expose them a little bit in in the playoffs with with the lack of defense. But Dorian Finney-Smith is not. Fucking dead. It puts it. It listen. Obviously, I, I get you, Obviously, bro. like Luca and Kyrie, they are 100 percent up to the task of scoring every point that you need them to. <laughs> but it puts a lot of pressure on them to do so. And we've seen burnout from from Luca before. We've seen Kyrie. That's the thing. Have have a couple of things. Before it was on both of them. It was just on Luca. That's even worse, right? Yeah. 
Who was he going to lean on before this? They was going to lean on a stellar defense of Dorian Finney-Smith, like he was some stopper. Like, no, no. But I still, I have questions about them in the playoffs, and I don't think, like, I don't Fair. think the the main question that everybody's having of like, oh, you have two ball dominant people. I don't care about that. We've seen, yeah, Ky- we've seen, we've seen Kyrie play off ball. That's going to be just fine. But you get down to last to final possessions or to possessions like they had the other night against Minnesota, and both of these guys yeah. get locked up on the perimeter. Like that, like things like that are a little bit concerning. But, but what's you, go the alternative? Out, like, you go out and you get a star moving forward for for low cost, and you're able to help out Luka and basically upgrade from Jalen Brunson to Kyrie Irving and, and make that replacement. I mean, overall, you- overall, like as a team-building aspect, that's good. So that's why I put Dallas there. And again, they're outside the play-in. So I'll put them at B. When you say outside, you mean they're above the plan? Yeah. Okay. Outside makes it sound like they're the 13th seed or something. No, I was no, confused no, no. for a second. No, I, I'll just, if they were that, I would just say they're they're out the playoffs right now. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. See, the difference is, no, I mean, no. I have a B tier as well. So clearly we're in the same realm. I just, I don't think they're worse for the playoffs, but irrelevant to the grading we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. But I think when the alternative was you have one star and a dec- another extra decent defensive piece. That extra defensive piece doesn't help you more than an additional star does in the playoffs. Because yeah. I think there is no world where they make a run with just Luka and the supporting cast around him. And now I think there's a world where they might, if things click well and their defense yeah, exactly. holds up. And something that's important to just mention as well, they're missing, I don't want to say this like he's a superstar player, but he is a difference maker, Maxi Kleber. Um, And these last few games that we have seen with... Kyrie and Luka Doncic, although they're gonna have like minor kinks, like every young new duo, not young, but every new duo yeah, yeah. has when they first start out. And I wouldn't want to judge them or throw out things like that because it's just gonna happen until like towards the end of the season if they're still doing these type of things. That's a red flag. Yeah. But as of now, I'm chilling. Did y'all see their their top three guys got scored ninety points combined, and they still got their backs blown out by Minnesota? Yeah. That's tough. That was a crazy not game. Bla- not backs blown out. That wasn't a blowout. It was early on. I think they closed it up. But they got handled. But they were, they were yeah, they were getting handled <laughs> through the whole game. Like, it was consistent yeah. routing. It wasn't a blowout, like, a 21-point skunk, but it was consistently yeah. teeth kicked in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was watching that game. I, I think, was that game last night or am I tripping? Two days ago, I think. No, it was, like, two or three days ago now. Some, yeah, some I, was, like I remember watching that game, and they were making their runs, and they were putting up a fight towards the end of the fourth quarter. Shout out Josh Green. But, yeah, shout out! Oh, oh my God, he's one of the be- he's one of my favorite and also one of the best role players in the entire NBA. Nice, one of the best athletes. Point blank, period. He can do a little bit of every single thing on the court, dude. He's he's a he's a gem. Yeah, he makes it. Fine. He makes life a little bit easier, not easier, but he makes life yeah, a little bit for better sure now that you don't have Dorian yeah. Smith Jr. There's a lot of pressure on him defensively. The going DFS, to the playoffs this year. Say his name right. DFS. DFS, Dorian Finney-Smith. There we go. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm a big Dorian Finney-Smith fan. Yeah, he's so, great. Yeah. Let's, right, uh, who else we got? We're now in. Let's get on to this A tier. My A tier. Right. Sacramento Kings. Yep, Sacramento Kings. We all got them there. Beam team. They're the, the, best, the best story of the league. They're, yeah. The biggest difference between expectations and reality this year was easily the Kings. They're a lock for all of our A tiers. We all have the Nuggets. Best team in the West by far. Yes. Three-time MVP Obviously. on the way. They really have no competition in the West. Besides yeah. the Suns. Okay. Yep. I'm, I'm with you. I think Donovan, you had the Cavs in B. I have the Cavs in A. Okay. I have the Cavs in A as well. Yeah. Like okay. they're the fourth best team. You could say, I think that I have more hopes for them than the Sixers in the playoffs. So I would say the third best team in the West, in the East. They, 
the integration of Donovan Mitchell was excellent, and you see the outline of a really good team, especially next year when they've got this three spot filled together. They're, they're, I think there's nothing you could say wrong with their season. Yeah, I, for me personally, they they are exactly what I thought they would be going into the season so far, and the exact same questions that I've had. There's some questions there, but that ain't stopping them at all, for real. Yeah, they're great. So I I had them just under like if if we were ranking them, they would be at the top of my B tier. Yeah, um, like like they're they're B plus A minus right now. I think the one thing that's keeping me away from the top spot is the fact that I just, I like the other teams a little bit more than Cleveland. Like, I like Boston more. I like Milwaukee more. Um, we already talked about, like, in terms of expectations, Sacramento finding their way in there. I There's just there's just something that I need to see in, in the playoffs that's keeping me away from, from putting them in the A tier. But I... Well, it's not a tier list. It's like, you know, it's a regular season grade, so... No, yeah. No, I know. I know. I know. But it's just... I'm still just waiting. I'm waiting to see it to see every everything click, and I'm not not that it hasn't, but yeah, I'm still you. waiting. I'm still okay. waiting. I got you. Uh, Celtics are obviously all eight here. We don't got to talk about them. Yeah. They're the yeah. amazing team they were second half of last year. They're fantastic. They've had some inconsistencies um, in the past six weeks or so, but every top team goes through that eventually, and they've weathered the storm just fine. Yeah, Jason Tatum kind of fell out of the top tier of the MVP race, though. That's interesting. That 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 really sucks for him. That yeah, that really, he's really never gonna win it. <laughs> you were captain for Tatum too. Not really. Not as MVP, but like being when, when we had a top. when we had Kenny on the show before the season started. I said that we we asked we the question for the hot takes was will Jason Tatum win MVP in the next three years? And I was like, no, he's going to be second or third every single year, and he's never going to be the guy that gets it because there's going to be other guys that have more gaudy stats because they're bigger ball handlers than him, and they're going to get over him every year. Here we go. Exactly what happened. Look at this yeah, guy. He knows exactly. ball. <laughs> For my last team in A, I had Memphis there. Did y'all have them in B or A? I had them in B. I had them in B, I believe. I had them in B. I'd, so you could say they fell out of it because they hadn't kind of had that stretch where they similarly to the Pelicans lost a fuck ton of games in a row. But yeah. I would say the fact that they were able to do that and still be the runaway two seed in the West shows just how fucking great they were to start the year and build this lead for themselves. I think if we're mm-hmm. giving the Nuggets credit for being by far the best team in the West, they're by far the second best team in the West all year. That I think they, that's what you want. A lot of people were saying last year was an inconsistent yeah. fluke. They're going to fall back a little bit, me included, and they just haven't. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I Jared think, Jackson no, might be a no, I think, I think if you're the, I think if you're the Grizzlies, you're, you should be competing for the number one seed right now. And they are. They're, they're, they are not going to get the number one seed. Oh, you're five, right. They're five games back now. Five they're five games back. Games back. That's yeah, not happening. They're not. They're not. That's yeah, not happening. They're out of that race. They should be competing for the number one seed right now, and they're and they're not. Why though? They have one star. Like I feel like that's not. They have one star on their team. I mean, but this has been their mo for the last for this year and last year. Like they've been able to to compete and do all that. And as soon as your man Ja goes out there, and personally, I loved it. I love the fact that he went out and said, "There's nobody in the West that, that we're that we're scared of." But you have to go yeah. out and you have to back it up. And since that point, they just can't beat anybody in the West. And so yeah. you do all that. You put the target on your back. You were ascending and purposely put a trap out there in front of you and you fall over it. And now you're like in the 2C where you could have had home court advantage throughout the entire playoffs and could have been competing right here. And so for that, it's very disappointing. And on top of that, like 
Desmond Bain, he got hurt. His first 10 games or whatever was ridiculous. He fell back. Jerry Jackson Jr., he's he's been fantastic. Dylan Brooks, though. Dylan Brooks still is on the roster, and that's a problem <laughs> because he just keeps messing things up. So that's why I would put them in B. Okay. Yeah, I can yeah. it. I would put them at an A if I felt like they were one of those teams like the Milwaukee Bucks, Denver Nuggets, or Boston Celtics who just felt like when it came to 90% of the NBA, they were untouchable. And I feel like the Memphis Grizzlies are a very touchable team. Because Pause. Of, I knew you were going to say that. I look, knew you were going to say that. That's, so, that's such no a... No one's even that's thinking such a, like no, that. But None that, of the viewers are thinking like that right now. They're like, what is up with Donovan, man? That's like, just what, such what do you have going on in your mind right to now? To say something is touchable... That's crazy. That's <laughs> no, when crazy. I say they're touchable, like they're. I they're knew def- you were gonna say it, and they can be defeated. Thank okay, you. touchable they can be defeated. is you wild. Like that? In any sense, <laughs> they're moving like any they were sense. untouchable. In any sense, touchable is wild. <laughs> touchable is a crazy verb to use. I know what you mean. Oh my I wasn't gonna pause it, but it is just a funny verb to use. Not yeah. In- <laughs> anyways, bro, you can touch that's- them so hard. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's crazy. You no, can that's touch the nasty, hell out of them. Right? Yeah, no, that's nasty. People are touching jaw left and right. It's just like they're not. When you when you think of when I think of the Memphis Grizzlies and how they could pan out in the playoffs, like other than like a team like okay, of course, like the Sacramento Kings or whatever, I'm not seeing any team that's like an easy. Oh, they're gonna whoop their ass. Other than like the Sacramento Kings, and then of course you got the Minnesota Timberwolves because they got their number. And the Pelicans because they're going through injuries. But other than that, like you got to go against the Warriors, the Dallas Mavericks, the Clippers. There's the Phoenix Suns, and then there's the Denver Nuggets. So it's just like they're very touchable to me. <laughs> and he <laughs> doubled down. And he doubled down. And there's and, and and in my mind, with how you would think they would ascend compared to last season to this season, that wouldn't be that shouldn't be the case. I think maintaining it what they did last year, not ascending, is fine. I think. They yeah, aren't the sure. most. They aren't a superstar led team. They have one star player and then a really good team around him. And being the two seed again is completely fine. I don't think that's. I think it's another great season. It's definitely I mean? fine. They're not a. They're not a. They're not a disappointment whatsoever. But like. Yeah, but I mean, I think I, last I, year I they exceeded. Them in the I think they just exceeded again by continuing to be the second best team in the West despite having one star player and a bunch of good players around him. I don't even think they exceeded. They have an extremely well, like, well-rounded roster, like. In my mind, this is like one of the perfect constructions that you put you could possibly do for someone like John Morant. Yeah. So like this is what they are. They're they're going to be a consistent top three seed okay. for yeah. I guess as long as they're going to be healthy I, I and together. It. It's a similar argument to the Bucks, so I could easily put them in B. So I see what you mean. Yeah. Guys, I regret to inform so, you that is our entire list. Uh, it is TikTok time. Let's get into man. it. And the let's truth is, into I don't actually regret it. I'm very happy to tell you. Let's do it. So, like always, we're going to start off with a draft like we always do. This time, I need you guys to pull up the all-star teams for this year. Because we're going to draft lineups with only people who made the all-star team. And we're going to count alternates and people who got out for injuries. You said what? We're going to count alternates, too. All right, bet. Yeah, we need more bodies. There we go. Cool. So, yeah, pull pull those up. 2023 all-star roster. Which really you don't even got pulled up because it's like you, you know the fucking players. Yeah. But yeah, let's do this. So yeah, people just got selected the all-star team. I think, is it my turn number one pick? Did I go second last time? Didn't you go first last time? No. Isaac, no. Went, Isaac went third. I went first. Mo went second. 
Okay, so Mo, Mo's first, I'm second, you're third. Yeah. Cool. All right. Okay. Let's draft NBA lineups with only people who made the All-Star team this year. Let's draft Let's NBA lineups with only people who made the All-Star team this year. That's so wordy, All-Star team this year. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Let's draft NBA lineups with only 2023 All-Stars. There we go. There we Perfect. go. Got it. Nice. Mo, you All go right. first. There's really no wrong pick when it comes to the first overall pick. But I'm going to... I need Giannis. Okay, that's fine. Give me Giannis at the Kubo. Picking the best player in the world. It's easy. Number yeah. two, give me Nikola Jokic. Mm. Okay. Okay, that's Gotta fair. Gotta be the MVP again. I need him. All right. Give me give me Steph and give me Joel Embiid. That's a fucking disgusting <laughs> duo. Damn. <laughs> that's menacing we're right good, there, bro. You know I'm, what? I'm the only, only way for me to the only way for me to match that duo, give me Luca. Isaac, you stay with the white man on his team. Let's yeah, go. exactly. There's something about Isaac that he ain't telling us. It's going to be a white boy summer. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Listen, the game's in Utah. All right, that's all so... I'm going to say. <laughs> Playing to the crowd. Like it. Okay. <laughs> right, your turn, Donovan. Let me move. Yeah, it's my turn. All right, so go ahead. Give me LeBron James. Fuck, I was hoping you fell to me next. And then I want Jason Tatum. I need a big body. So that's a yeah, nasty top a three. Big ass. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, this is the easiest <laughs> pick in the world. Give me yeah. Kevin Durant. Uh, I was hoping. <sighs> Dang. Bro, he, he he's okay. Yeah. All right. Whatever. He's I, I ain't going to argue that right I was now. Hoping, I was hoping he would, he would fall to me. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. All right. So I have, I have Steph and Joel Embiid. Give me Donovan Mitchell. Good pick, good pick. Nice. And at my, I need a four. I need, I need a, I need a three and a four. Hmm. Where am I gonna go with this? Where am I gonna go? You know what? I don't, I don't care if he's hurt. I, I like him. Give me Zion Williamson. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. <laughs> Give me Zion. Ah, my plan is foiled. Damn. All right. Okay. My turn now. So I have Luca. So I have a point guard. I have a center in Jokic, and I have a four in KD. So you had two and a three. You know what? I'm gonna get Luca's real life backcourt partner now. Give me the last remaining starter. Give me Kyrie Irving. Mm. Okay, that's fire. That's fire. All right. So I got Giannis, LeBron, and then who was the last dude that I got? I got, got Giannis, LeBron, and Tatum. All right. So I'm pretty full with the wings. I need some goddamn shooting for a little bit more shooting on this team. Not me. I got and all the shooting. Yeah. The best player on this all-star roster who's an absolute sniper is Damian Lillard. So I need him on my roster. All right. Okay. Uh, so I got Dame, Tatum, LeBron, Giannis. It's big as hell, bro. And Whoa. to cap things off. Damn, to cap things off, I'm not even going to go for that. To cap things off, damn, dude, there's so many good options. There's so many good players. All right, pick one. <laughs> yeah, I know I have to fucking pick one. <laughs> <laughs> there's just so many good players, bro, but. It's an all-star draft. Give. <sighs> yeah, it's all-star draft. going dude. through hell. <laughs> yeah, I'm going through hell right now, bro, because there's so many different options. With my team what do you look, need? But... What do you need? 
I need a center, but at the same time, I really don't need a center because I can put Giannis in that bitch. Man, if you don't pick Bam and keep it moving. Yeah, I want to pick Bam. I want to pick Bam. So give me Bam. Thank you. Say say it again in a way I can use in the TikTok. Nah, fuck Bam. Give me John Morant. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, give me John Morant. This is a fun-ass team right here. (laughs) Okay. I see. All I need left is a three spot. I have to choose between Paul George, Jalen Brown, and Anthony Edwards. Give me Jalen Brown. I think he's ascended. You should have picked Ant for the vibes, bro. What the hell, man? Right. Jalen Brown got a broken face right now. Who wants to see that? Right. I needed a, a three as well. Isaac, you made my decision for me. Give me Paul George. Can't be mad at it. Nice. Nice. Who who lost this one? This is pretty good. I mean, I, think, I don't know. They're all all-star teams. Yeah. So I got yeah. Luka, Kyrie, Jalen Brown, Kevin Durant, Jokic. Ooh, that's nasty, bro. KD, right. Jokic. And I have Luka. I have Steph, Don. Yeah, Steph, Donovan Mitchell, Paul George, Zion, Joel Embiid. Damn, that's nasty, okay. bro. I got John Morant, Damian Lillard, LeBron, Tatum, and Giannis. Oh, you lost. You have, yeah, you I, I, it all. I, I, re- I regret to inform you. What? You, you have a lot of good players, but you have two point guards, three power forwards. It's just yeah. <laughs> Bro, man, my not team a is GM. the most versatile on this list. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> you just had the highest. You just picked 2K ratings. The team doesn't fit together. I need my comments to go ahead and come for me, bro. Nah, the, com- the comments, comments are probably... Back me up. The comments are going to be split between <laughs> me and Donovan. But I don't know. You have also just a lot of good players. People might pick you too. Yeah. Okay. Next TikTok. We're going to do something funny. These guys are going to guess players by their haircuts. Oh, let's do it. So I'm going to send you guys pictures <laughs> one by one. I'll make sure to put these on the screen. If I forget, scream at me and tell me I'm a loser and don't deserve to have a podcast. I need the motivation. So first one. Uh, let's put this in here. Uh, who are we guessing? Guess this NBA player based on their haircut. Guess this NBA player based on their haircut. Who is this guy? You see, this is tough because so many. That's what I'm saying. This is. Uh, so this is many such a people have out hairstyle. So bro. many people got, got these Hate starter it. locks. Let me see what this is. Is this Cam Thomas? Damn, first guess. This is Cam Thomas. <laughs> Look at I'm Mo. Shout bag. out. <laughs> I'm in my bag. What can I say? This is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, player number two. Oh my god, Ooh. he's balding. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this is, this is bad. Bro, those little spikes on top. This is bad. This is Joe Ingles. Yeah. What'd you say? Joe Ingles? This is Joe Ingles. Most two for two. Mo's in his bag. This is what I do, man. <laughs> yeah, this is what I do, That one's man. a little easier. Yeah. Player number three. Who's next? Oh, that's Kyrie. Oh. That that's is Kyrie. Kyrie. I know that hairline. Wow. I know that's that nice. Hairline. That's nice. That forehead give it away. Yeah. Yeah. Got those lines in the forehead. I wish I had Kyrie's hairline, man. That's crazy. So sturdy. <laughs> hairline it's so sturdy. Next. <laughs> Player number four. Who is this? Has not come up on the screen. Uh, this is a definitely an older person. Oh, there it goes. Forehead is beat the fuck up, oh, so you can tell. <laughs> See some discoloration. <laughs> that that's that's LeBron James with spray paint. That's not LeBron James. That's hilarious when you find out who it actually is. Is this Draymond Green? This is not Draymond Green. Mm. <laughs> it looks it looks kind of high. Is this that picture of Dennis Schroeder? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> <laughs> I see some. He, does he have waves? I think he has. No, nah, but he's his forehead, waves. he looks mad old. Yeah, he's beat up, bro. <laughs> he's He's gone some, bro. Watch this be somebody young. He's taking some hard-ass screens in his lifetime. Who is this? <laughs> Y'all give up? Um, 
let me I'll take I'll take one more guess. Let me try let me try to think of some people. Yeah, let me is this John Wall? This is not John Wall. That was a good guess, bro. Damn. Um Donovan, you gonna clutch this out? You're not gonna get it. I don't know. I don't know. I give up. Yeah. This is Jalen Brown. What? What? Wow. This is Jalen. This, this is a terrible picture. See, of this is why this, I hate. Isaac. Him so dirty. This is why I hate Isaac. What do you mean? This yeah. is just. This is his fucking official picture. It's just Jalen Brown. God. Why do you hate me? Tough. I didn't tell him to get a fucking born back hairline at twenty five. Jalen Brown grew his hair out too, so that's very like deceiving. Yeah, it's smart a, man. It's pulled back. It's not. I wasn't deceived. I'll send it to you. This is the real full picture. Let me see this. It's just Jalen Brown. Oh, he had braids. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't see the braids. Ah, uh, that's why. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good look. Good look okay. on us. <laughs> I, I really hate Isaac. Next one. Whose hairline is this? I gotta wait for it to come through. I feel like this player's low IQ for some reason. What? The head looks skinny. <laughs> <laughs> that looks skinny. That's man. crazy. Oh no! This does look like a low IQ heads? player. <laughs> 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 That's insane. What I can tell saying? there's there's nothing in between. Oh, these. this is is this Evan Mobley? <laughs> this is Evan Mobley. <laughs> yeah. Bro, so I said there's not a thought between those eyes. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is most game. Uh, this is most game. Yeah. He's <laughs> in his back. This guy's low IQ. <laughs> That's crazy. I like that man. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of offensive. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Last one. Oh, this is Darius Garland? This is not Darius Garland. No. I see why no. you said that, though. Oh, this is D-Rose. This is D-Rose. Yeah. Look at Mo. Wow. <laughs> that was on fire. Yeah, D-Rose for sure. Okay, okay. It's the, it's the undone braids for me that told me it. <laughs> it's undone braids for me, woman. <laughs> yeah, D-Rose don't tidy up too often, but shout out to him. Legend regardless. Okay. So, that was a fun game. We're going to do another game similar. It's going to be another guessing game. This time... Y'all got to see. You're gonna see the full picture. You're gonna have to name this player, and it's gonna get harder every time. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Let's how do, do I it. how do I hook this? Y'all name these NBA players, and it's gonna get harder every time. Uh, that's not the best way to frame it. How do I how do I hook this? Name these players. Name these NBA players, and it's gonna get harder every time. First off, I'll send you the easiest one. It's a name you should know. LeBron James. Who is this man? He was on the Detroit Pistons. He's a guard. This man looks old as hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not old. He's not old. He's kind of old. His last name is McGrady or something like that, right? His name is not McGrady. It's not a real word. <laughs> Are you thinking about Rodney Magruder? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is Rodney Magruder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, you okay. Go. You guys got Team the first effort. one. Nah, Rodney, that one wasn't too he hard. Looked, he looked straight out the '80s. This is crazy. <laughs> that one wasn't old. too hard. Here's number two. Man, man, I swear I seen someone who looked like he worked. Bro, he works at Costco. <laughs> I seen him before. <laughs> is that Aldama? Oh man, Aldama, yeah, right? I don't know who this that is. is. Not Santi Aldama. No, it's not. I can't I can't remember what he looks like? The disrespect is crazy. You should know. I this have one. no idea who this is. I can't. Who should know? This is a this is if you don't know this guy, it's a it's not a good testament for your basketball IQ. Really? Why? I don't. You don't be watching the hoops if you don't know who this is. He don't get that much playing time. I literally went Wait, to Memphis Grizzlies game the other day. What's his tattoo on his 
I don't know who this is. Yeah, I have no. I didn't. I didn't know the Grizzlies had another worn looking. <laughs> this looks like Chandler Parsons with Steven the haircut. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah, I have know who no this idea. Is? No, not a clue. We're cooked. What? We're cooked. Embarrassing. We're cooked. What's his name? Let's start with an L. This is John Conchar. Mm-hmm. What? That's what we be looking like. Oh my god! How do y'all not know John Conchar? John looks. Wild I thought sometimes. John was a little bit uglier than this. Uh, what? He got tattoos. John, Damn. John Conchar you just said it was going to get harder. It got harder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> You're good at your who job. Is, who is this man? Oh, that's Malachi Flynn. Yep. Yeah, it's Malachi Flynn. Yeah. I couldn't tell which one to put first, him or Conchar. I thought Conchar would be easier. Nah, yeah. Malachi Flynn is my dude. I love okay. that dude. I'm Last one. I think I'll just, cut, I'll just cut the Malachi Flynn one. We'll do three in this video. Last Ooh. one. Who is this man? Oh, that's Theo Pinson. Oh, shit. North you that fast. <laughs> I, the, the picture didn't even come through for me yet. <laughs> <laughs> my Wi-Fi is trash. Damn. You know Theo Pinson, but not John Conchar? That's crazy. Yeah. Theo Pinson yeah. has his own podcast. So Yeah, bro. And he's one of the best NBA memes ever. Facts. That Brooklyn Nets celebration dance. He started that. That's him, the originator. Respect <laughs> him. Okay, okay. Interesting. Y'all, you guys failed number four. I failed number three, but got one yeah. and two. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to make it too hard and pick like the bottom of the bench guy on every team. So uh, I might have to get a little harder next time for you. Yeah, that was good. That was I think that was that was good. Shout out. Okay, what good do I have team. next? Next up, we're going to do another tier list. We've done two so far. People love it. So this time we're going to do small forwards. Okay. You know, keep keep going it. with the position rankings. First, I'm going to drink some water because my throat hurts because we've been talking for an hour and 22 minutes. God damn. Pause. We've been going. Um, let's put these NBA small forwards into a tier list. Boom. First up, Jason Tatum. A tier. A. He's not S yet? A tier. No, not S. Okay. So is it, who's S? KD? Yes. I, I is LeBron still actually? Actually, no. You know what? Jason Tatum has been the best small forward this year. I'm gonna give him S tier. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't know S. I forgot S tier was the thing. So he has to be on S tier. You can't put him in A. Yeah. And MVP, he, he, he was yeah. he was in the MVP conversation too. Like that's just disrespectful. He's yeah. a heavy hitter. I, yeah, I think Katie's still a little better, but I don't hate putting them in the same tier. Next up, um. How do you say? Is it Michael Bridges or McCall? I always say it wrong. Mikael. McCall Bridges. McCall. We just said it the wrong way. <laughs> it's Mikael, right? Mikael, right? Mikael, yeah. It's just Mikael. Yeah, I always Mikhail say Bridges. McCall, and people say it in the comments. I say it wrong. I think it's Mik- yeah, Mikael. I don't know. He's a hooper. Yeah, it's Mikael Bridges. Okay. Mikael Bridges. How does Mama say it? Um, <laughs> I would say this is an interesting a one. B tier. I, I would say A tier. I would say A tier. He's not A tier. Come on. I really like Mikael Bridges. Me too. He's the A-tier best. A tier is all star tier. He's not yeah, an all star. Yeah. He's the best role player in the NBA. One of the best perimeter defenders. But you can't be A tier if you're not like a volume scorer, I don't think. I mean, or who's like A-tier? an elite, elite yeah, defender. Exactly. Then if who's A tier? Let's, let's get to somebody who's A tier. Okay. But I think Bridges is B tier. B. B. Definitely. All right. He's a B plus damn near. What about Andrew Wiggins? Is he also B? B. He's solid B. Put him in the same, same realm as Bridges? Yeah. Same exact so, yeah. tier as Mikael Bridges. Okay. I think Bridges is a little better, but they're in the same tier. Yeah, exactly. He's not better than Bridges. Paul George. He's an A tier. He's A tier? Yeah, he fits okay, in there between fine. these two people. Okay, that's yeah, fine. That's exactly. fine. That's fine. I, I, f- okay. I forgot about Paul. Yeah. Michael Porter Jr. I want to say C. 
I feel like I haven't heard his name at all this year. Like he's just been steadily there, hasn't been hurt, but he's been steadily worse than he was last year. He's a sniper still, regardless of the fact, though. Definitely, but his two point percentage fell a lot. Like he's not finishing his non two point shots very well anymore. Look, I, I tell you, he's a sniper, and you're talking about his two point percentage. Give that man <laughs> his respect. He's doing his job. <laughs> yes, and he has one job, and that's every time he touches the ball, the bitch is going in the air, and he does that every yeah. single time. Yeah, so exactly. B minus C tier. Plus? He's, he's C tier. No, okay. I think it's like I think C minus more rather than possibly B. Okay. I would say C plus rather than B. Okay, well, definitely C tier, right? Yeah, C. we'll go C. Definitely, yeah. We agree. Okay. R J Barrett. Y'all got it. <laughs> Put this man in the depths <laughs> of D tier, maybe F tier for being fucking honest. Yeah. Yeah, D tier, bro. Not F, but D. Listen, there's an easier was, argument for F than there is for anything higher than D. R.J. Barrett is not yeah. above average at any tangible skill set. I'm not going to go F. Yeah, He's R- going to be D, but it's grim for New York Knicks fans. R.J. Barrett is the definition of mid, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing yeah, that he's it. exceptional yeah, at on the court. The most overpaid player he's in the NBA outside Dang, of he's down. Y'all said enough. <laughs> Leave him alone. Yeah, I got a lot more in the Leave chamber, I promise you. Uh, let's unload the clip next Dang, episode. Man. <laughs> Y'all just mean, like, bro, relax. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay, one more TikTok and we're out of here. No, you got to rate DeAndre Hunter, man. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> People want to hear Do that. that, that on your own time. <laughs> Do that on your Is own time. F tier point guard. I mean, F tier small forward. I don't yeah, even. We know. have to have the F tier as well. Yeah, I don't uh, even. F tier small. Forward it's fine. We'll move on. The we don't got to put an F. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Last thing we're gonna do, we're gonna do another jerseys draft. We haven't done one in a couple weeks. So, which NBA jersey is better, old or new? Retro. So we're gonna, we've done this twice now. We're gonna do some more teams we haven't done yet. So let's. We already have these in the GM. So let's go up. Where are we starting? The Hornets. Tippy top. It's my bag. The new one is much better. It's much Way better. Way better. Yeah, for sure. We're talking about bro, this purple jersey. Purple and They had Kemba Walker teal? in hell, bro. What is this? This is just such a 2010s-ass jersey. It did not age well. Like The new one is so much cleaner. The stitching on this jersey yeah, doesn't even look good. Around. This is bad. Yeah, look at the collars <laughs> and the details are just... It's just very yeah, boring. Same. Where they messed up is that they have a very boring basic design with very fun colors. It's, you know what it is? It has, it has that Jordan brand aesthetic that all the like high school teams and college teams have that have these regular jerseys from these same suppliers. It just looks generic. Yeah. It looks like I made it in 2K. Yeah, exactly. Modern yeah, Generic font. with fun colors. Why, bro? That's an all-time fumble. Yeah. Lame. The Toronto Raptors. Oh, man. This is messed up. This is this a is, watch. Yeah, this is messed up. Bro, it's the, not fair. The old school Raptors are one of the most iconic jerseys in NBA history. They're one of the best right. jerseys in NBA history. They win this easily over it's the It's really Dimas. not fair. We had to ask it, but But the old It's a perfectly adequate jersey versus the GOAT jersey. Yeah, exactly. I think the this Raptors jersey, the new school one, is definitely one of the better jerseys in the NBA today. But yeah, it's this solid. Is they have really good alternates close. consistently. Absolutely. Okay. Shout out to their design team. Shout out One Drake. of the best in the NBA. Shout out Drake. <laughs> He's in the lab in Adobe Photoshop. Aubrey. All right. Next one. The New York Knicks. All right. The old school Ooh, the old school ones are so much better. I don't really? like these black ones. I don't like these black ones. I just I think the black I don't ones know if are, I agree with that. I like I the black ones. The black ones are they need to have a little bit of blue in them. I think going straight 
going straight like black and orange, it feels so Halloweeny. I I don't like it. Halloween. I'm going new. Honestly, I like black jerseys. It's hard to mess it up. Yeah. I, I don't love the old black paneling on the Knicks jerseys. I think there's a reason it's gone. It's okay. I don't hate it, yeah. but I, I don't. This doesn't wow me in any way. You shut your mouth yeah, about the black those. paneling. You, you, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I don't like big ass black nasty paneling. Black black paneling blocks. The black paneling on this on this New York Knicks jersey is iconic and it is beautiful. And that's it. We're done. Nobody say anything else. Move on to the next team. Don't, right. don't just say nothing. Black clears. <laughs> <laughs> the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, oh, old school. This is hard, but the new one old is just so clean to me. I am biased. The new school. The is first so clean. jersey that I spent, the first the first jersey that I bought with my own money was that blue LeBron James jersey. It's a classic, bro. That's mine. Listen, yeah. I'm this taking white Cavs time. jersey is gorgeous. I think their new redesign is amazing. But with that being said, you got to go with the old one. This one with the checkered with the checkered collar, amazing. beautiful. Yeah, if bro, if you take out all that nostalgia aside, we are all taking the white jersey. It's I don't want to say no, clears, no. but it's kind of no, we're obvious. not even design. Pay attention to the detail, bro. Let's be real. They're both what nice. Detail? I'm, not, I'm not mad at you for picking it, but I'm, I don't think it clears at all. No, it definitely doesn't clear, but it's not a it's not an extensive conversation needed. Disagree. The right, old, school, old school alternate wins. That shit's hard. The big C, that, that shit is gorgeous. Yeah. The Portland Trailblazers. Ah, this one's kind of tough. The Blazers have low-key had like the most consistent high-level jerseys throughout like their franchise's existence. I think I'm going to go with the new ones. What? I, I love the old I school. The vertical blazer looks so good to me. I, I think, think they having, wear this now. Yeah. Having the stripes come across, that's just such like... An iconic, it's such a nice, just clean design. You don't see that. You're right. I think they wear these uh, throwback jerseys now for like the 1977 throwbacks. Mm-hmm. And I think every time they wear it, I'm like, why don't they do this more often? This looks gorgeous. Yeah. No, I think. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with old school. You just don't see that type of style pattern whatsoever in the NBA at all. Yeah, because I think. Nice. And they do it so, so yeah, well. Because having, having like a vertical word looks goofy. Like, <laughs> I like it. It's different. <laughs> Have the word, but they figured out how to do it though. It doesn't look nah. goofy. Nah. All right. New last one, one. New one clears. Last one. These Celtics alternatives. Oh my god! These are generational. These sleeve jerseys are by far the <laughs> worst jerseys in NBA. One of the worst jerseys in NBA history. Bro, I feel like uh, the green paneling. I'm a senior citizen with that shit on. Uh, it's horrible. <laughs> The straight gray, and they did Marcus Smart so dirty with these poses, bro. What, what type of pose is that? <laughs> bro, looking, looking to your side. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's the new. It's obviously the new. The new ones are solid, completely good, yeah. adequate alternate jerseys. The gray ones deserve jail time. Everybody involved needs to be thrown under the jail. There's, there's like, yeah, there's man. like two sleeve jerseys ever that are actually decent. This is not one of them. This one sucks. certainly is not one of them. <laughs> this one sucks. The new one clears. Absolutely. I'm just like mad you showed me this and brought this back into my life. I'd forgotten about it, and now you just have it in my mind again. And I think you might deserve jail time for this. <laughs> for those who don't know, oh, Mo pulled these out, not me. And I just probably not going to forgive you for it anytime soon. It has to be brought up in NBA history. These were a thing, and they did happen. Listen, if, you're still, if you're still here, comment and blame Mo for ruining our nights by showing us these Celtics jerseys. <laughs> I want to see blame Mo in the comment sections. Gonna be throwing up in a gonna be throwing up for the rest of the night. Yeah, bro, give me blame real. Mo and give me vomit emojis. I want to see him. Yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. That's the join end of the episode. That giveaway. Yep, join the giveaway. True, join true. the Discord. Follow us on our socials. This is the end of the episode.